All right. Sunday poor, we're back. Thursday night. <laughs> uh, second half, Lakers Nuggets game two. We may have to start having a serious conversation. Lakers Celtics, who do you root for? Um, I have to root for the Celtics because I picked the Celtics. So I had to root for my own interest there. When did you pick them on the show? Yeah, beginning of the playoffs, yeah. Oh, okay. That's the only – yeah, it's just it's blatant self-interest. That's all. That's 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 acceptable. But it's – Yeah, do you wait, think – wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. The Lakers are down – one zero in the series, and the Celtics are down one zero in the series. <laughs> we're right, have, but we're close. We're we don't close, have to have though. a serious conversation yet. The Lakers are winning this game right now. Celtics are still favored to win their series. It's not. It's we're close. We're very close to that happening. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Um, Do you think yeah. when push comes to shove, you'll root for the Celtics? Yes. Yeah. I don't. I just. I yeah. It's LeBron legacy thing. A Jordan thing. I'm gonna root for the Lakers. Wow. You just D'Angelo Russell, you still have the D Russell Nets jersey. Is that why? Not a D Lo guy, no. Um I I don't want I, I when it comes down to it, if if you're look just looking at the teams, mm-hmm. the Celtics team I probably like more, like the Jalen Brown, uh Tatum, I don't really hate those guys necessarily. Correct. Yeah. Uh, I just don't want. Uh, I when it comes down to Boston teams, it, I think about the parade and the duck boats, and that's where I will. Root for, I will have no issue rooting for LeBron in the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. When the, duck, you start, the duck boats always get me. You could, you know what, you, you know, you could, you could have changed my mind by just there's two simple words you can say. I mean, it's not just Red Sox. There's two simple words you could say to get me on board with this, and it was Bill Simmons. I'm like, you know what? I don't want that motherfucker to win another fucking World Series or a NBA championship or a Stanley Cup or any championship. I don't, I don't want his favorite golfer to win the PGA championship this weekend. Oh, so it's a Simmons thing for you. Yeah. No, it's not just a Simmons thing, but that's enough to, like, sway me. It's a, a, the Boston stuff. That, that should be enough, but, like, pick it. Like Simmons loves the Celtics. He's a big Celtics guy. But the other day, he's like tweeting about Judge and the the eyes thing. Like, I don't want to hear it from that motherfucker. I don't. <laughs> but that guy, I and mean, that guy's only. It, I don't want to make this a Simmons thing, but that guy makes all his podcasts worse. He's like when the player coach shows up and he's like well past his prime, and he's like, no, no, it's the most important game. I want to be in there for the for the last shot. Right. Just, just let just let your A team do their thing. He goes in there and drags it down. He sucks. Plays hero ball. And he's yeah, he's he's no he's he's well past his prime. Doesn't have his fastball anymore. And he makes everybody he brings everybody else down. It's bad. I did I did listen to a uh Simmons podcast this week. It wasn't his show, it was the uh the uh TV uh podcast they do, and they were talking about the succession episode. Yeah. I think I listened to it after we talked about it. Yeah. I had such a problem with like some of the shit they said. And (laughs) it wasn't like, it wasn't what they said. It was, well, I guess it was what they said, but (laughs) 
<laughs> how they said it. Yeah, like they, they talked about it like in such a corny way, like, oh, it was such a it was such an uncomfortable hour of television watching like you know what was going it's like for it's a fucking tv show like yes it's art imitating life and this is very true to how the media is and shit but it's fucking tv like they they missed calm down they missed like the meta thing at the end of the episode where roman was like we did we didn't we made a great night of tv and that was it nothing happens that's exactly what it was they made a great night of tv and nothing happened like it means like, nothing. Yeah. Uncomfortable. But they, but they made it sound like it was like the, you know, stairwell scene and like Sopranos with Melfi. Like that's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Like watching someone be sexually assaulted, watching an election be stolen. It's like, all right, man. Show me real, something relax. I haven't seen. Show me something I haven't seen. Right. Exactly. Like where were you guys in 2000? Like George Bush stole an election 20 yeah. years, 20, 23 stole, years ago. Stole it from Ralph Nader. I know. <laughs> it's so they were like, were they going because it was like the, did they talk a lot about Trump and stuff? I, I didn't hear this uh, one. I, I kind of, but they, they, they talked about how, uh, like the way Mankin plays it as well. Like he doesn't play like a, a Trump clone. He plays more right. of like a sophisticated, uh, like well-spoken, articulate, like evil yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they were like, oh, it was like bone chilling at the end when he talks about everything being pure and clean. It's like, <laughs> it's fucking, I don't know, man. It's television. Like, relax, calm down. It's fun. You I know, think, it's I fun. Think, I think the only like political thing we mentioned when we talked about it was how uh, I, I thought like it might get ripped a little bit for being like woke and making him the bad guy, making like the right wing guy the bad guy. I didn't see any of that. They've been doing that for all. They've been doing that for four years, though. Basically, yeah, it's true. That's true. But I I just because it was such a it's such a big show and a big moment for it as it's closing out. That's the only reason I consider that. And I haven't seen anything about it. And it's funny that they were making a big deal out of it. Like, oh, bone chilling. Yeah, chill. It wasn't. It wasn't ass to ass, bro. Relax. Yeah, it wasn't rec room for a dream. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) calm down. Uh. Yeah, what was I gonna say? Um, oh yeah, I yeah I don't know what the what the the audience or the demographic is for Succession because it is one of those shows that it feels like everyone's watching, but yeah. like are there are there people who kind of boycott it because it, uh, you know, kind of attacks or goes after the, the right wing? I mean, it doesn't make well, the left wings look good either when like they look feature the I, Pierces and I mean, shit. I mean, I know like the organization is supposed to be like Fox, and I know obviously this is like kind of uh, a Trump thing on steroids. And I, I understand like that's part of it, but that's all like background stuff. Like that's that's not what makes the show good. It sounds no. I mean, what makes the show good is like the interpersonal relationships between these people and like their psychoses just taking over and dri- driving them down the wrong path every chance they get. That's like what right. makes it, and, and how they fuck each other over and hate each other but love each other, like all that kind of stuff. Like that's what makes it good. This is that 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 other stuff. I mean, like Connor was running for president, <laughs> spent a hundred million dollars on running for president, and we didn't see any of that shit until the day of the election. And it's like, oh look, I mean, that's this is Connor's you know war room or whatever. But it was just no, like, it's not a political show at all. I don't think it's just it's more of a backdrop. 
Right. It's just it's part of the world, but not the whole thing. Neither candidate was even shown all season. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know who Mankin was running against until it's you, Jimenez. <laughs> That's because you watch on the ATN. You don't watch any. You don't watch Pierce. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was only watching one channel. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm fascinated by just how shows end. I'm just fascinated by how they, I don't know what it comes. I don't know if it goes back to Seinfeld, um, but just how, how these, I don't know if succession is like a legacy show or whatever, but like how these big time shows land it is like fascinating to me how the sopranos did it is obviously a big thing mad men breaking bad saw this past year like just just watching them navigate the the finale and getting a satisfactory one is always great getting a questionable one not as fun when you invest some time but i'm not i wasn't in on like lost which i guess was bad i wasn't in on game of thrones which i guess was bad the whole last season was bad apparently you know what? I think the worst one I ever went through was Boardwalk Empire. Boardwalk had- Empire was tough. There was they got kind of squeezed. They kind of got backed into a corner. Boardwalk, right? Because they, they wanted to do vinyl, and they were. Well, I think it was. I think they wanted to. They wanted it to go longer, more seasons, and they they basically told them they had one season, and they had to do like a time jump, and they had to cram a bunch of shit into oh, one season, and it just realize, didn't work. I didn't realize it was mandated. I thought that's what happened. I thought they wanted to keep it going, and they just were like, "Ah, oh, you got one more season." And then they did. I think they did a time jump, right? And they yeah, kill well, off the wife or something, or I don't know. Ross they got might divorced. Have been, might, might have been after Rostin got killed. I don't know if they included that. I don't know. Right, right, right. Yeah, it was. It just. It was. Yeah, it was discombobulated. Yeah, discombobulated. I, I thought. I thought that was the showrunner. Whoever it was, Winter, the, the guy Winter from Sopranos, wanted yeah. to do wanted to do vinyl and couldn't do both, so they had it and that one. Vinyl, which was uh, great for vinyl, which was great for a season. One of the great one season shows. So it's a what it's if. a great what if show yeah. vinyl. Vinyl and luck are like two of the shows I wish I could have had back for another couple seasons. Yeah, it's a good like That'd be a good like top ten list if you're gonna make like make a list. Like, what are the best one season shows? I'm sure there's a bunch from the '80s and '90s we don't even know about. Like, what's a, a different like kind of genre or type of show? But Freaks and Geeks always gets. Oh yeah, it was mentioned. one season. Yeah, yeah. Chud Apatow, yep. all those big name stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I went back and watched that years ago. Freaks and Geeks, the first it was pretty, pretty good. Easy. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny as shit. And it's all, I mean, just you you know all those people now. All of them. It's kind of funny to watch. Like if we were watching then when it came out, you'd have no clue. No, no. Which they didn't or else they wouldn't have canceled it. I think the only person that isn't still around is like the brother, right? Oh, uh, he was he was in, uh, you ever see the, the movie Waiting? The little dorky that was, kid. That was years ago too. That was 2005, <laughs> I think. Uh, the little dorky kid, right? Like yeah. Martin something. Yeah. Well, no, Martin Starr is like the buddy, the friend of the dorky kid. I'm talking about Linda Cardellini's brother. 
Right. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, he was he was like the the new kid training and waiting. Yeah, that's the last thing I remember him from. Martin Starr is in a bunch of shit. He's in Marvel. He's in um Is he the one from uh he he was in like Knocked Up, the kid with the beard? I don't remember him in Knocked Up. He might have been in Knocked Up. I don't really remember that movie that well. He um he was a dorky kid. The dorky friend with the glasses and freaks yeah, and geeks. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah in, that's who it is. Right, he's in the he's in the Spider Man movies. He's in he's in um the Stallone show on Paramount. Okay, he's probably this. I don't know if he's this. He's a supporting cast guy, but he's probably like second and third lead, maybe. I don't know. Oh, okay. After after Sly. Um. Yeah, he's in a lot. He's all around. But right. yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch of shows, a bunch of shows like that. Like I don't even I, I can't even I can't even pin any from like my childhood or anything like that. I have no idea. There might be some shows out there you don't even realize only went one season. Yeah, like the Honeymooners might just be one season, right? Like one long season. Oh, uh, it might be actually. Yeah, like twenty something episodes. Yeah, it was a long, and they had like lost episodes because. They used to do, I forget the story exactly. The Jackie Gleason used to have his own variety show. Right. Yep. And on the variety show, they would do quick little 10, 15 minute Honeymooners episodes. Before the actual Honeymooners came out? But I think it was before the Honeymooners actually yeah. came out. And those yeah. are considered episodes, but not really. Yeah. So the, lost, yeah. the lost ones are on Amazon, I think. That's yeah. just honeymooners is just that's worth your time. Oh yeah, honeymooners, yeah. Surprised they haven't canceled the honeymooners yet. Do they know that he threatens to beat his wife on a regular basis? They don't get the verbiage, I guess. They don't realize. <laughs> <laughs> they think he's really gonna take her to the moon. Yeah, like, well that's yeah, it's true. His big <laughs> space race thing the fifties. Yeah. Uh yeah, Jackie was uh, hey, that's the original the original member of uh, the Rat Pack was Jackie. Well, him and Bogart, the original Rat Packers. Is that true? Yeah. Yep. So it was Jackie and who'd you say? Like Bogart was part of it. Oh, Bogart. Oh, like, okay. Sinatra, like Sinatra and Dean. I think it was and and like a couple of like those old actresses, I don't know, Shirley McLean, maybe. Oh, really? Like, they let they let a woman in? Yeah, yeah. Um, who was uh, there's one more woman I'm thinking of, I, I can't pin it on Angie her. Dickinson. That's her, Angie Dickinson. Well, well done, perfect. I started, I started yeah. watching Ocean's Eleven the other night, yeah. I was like hammered. It's, it's a great movie, man. <laughs> that is a great movie. You get, you get a little Cesar Romero in there, great guests, yes. great, great finish, great end to that movie. Amazing, better than any of the other, the new Oceans. I was so mad when the when the new oceans didn't end like the first oceans. It was like a success. I was so pissed. I'm like, it sucks. First one was so good. The original. Yeah, the, the 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 new one. I remember watching the new one in theaters. I just remember good. Andy good. Garcia. They're good movies, man. The first one and the third one, eleven and thirteen, are really good. Twelve dropped the ball. Twelve, I didn't like. Twelve was when they got too cute with it, and they're like, uh, "Who's Clooney? Like, 
Clooney's Danny Ocean. Right. No, I know, but like um Julia Roberts was his love interest, right? Yeah. And they were like, Oh yeah, you know who you look like is Julia Roberts. Just pretend to be Julia Roberts. And she had to like uh, go meet, I forget who it was. It was another real guy. So she was pretending to be Julia Roberts, even though she actually was Julia Roberts. They got way too cute with it. That's hideous. Yeah, it was bad. Um, I hated it. And then the third one, Pacino. Oh, Pacino's in the third yeah. one. Yeah, I don't I may have seen parts of that, but the first one's the only one I vaguely how does the how does the um how does it end the, the new one the the first Ocean's Eleven new just, first. um Looney goes to jail but gets out like a few months later Pitt Pit picks him up they they get they get away with the heist right but right I remember Clo- them getting away with it I think because Andy Garcia like gets yeah but Clooney like, what the hell? but Clooney um Clooney goes to jail for something else I guess. I don't know, breaking his parole, maybe. I don't know. And it ends with Pitt picks him up with Julia Roberts in the car. I just like Pitt is like eating something. And I just remember because I've seen this a few times. And like he's like, like burps as Clooney's getting out of jail. And uh <laughs> Clooney comes out, and he's wearing like a you know, the suit, like the tux jacket and shirt, like not the tie and stuff, but like the jacket and shirt. Yeah, Pitts is something like "Who is the bride?" or something like that, and then Clooney says, "Ted Nugent called. He wants his shirt back." <laughs> and then they get in the car. Julia Roberts is there. They leave, and then uh, the feds are like following them. So t- teaser for the next one, basically. Basically, well, basically just saying, you know, these guys are they got away with it, but they really don't have any act. They can't do anything because they're being watched. Right. Okay. Yeah, um, I, for, I haven't seen it since it came out. Yeah, three's three's worth a shot. Three's uh, pretty good. But two, just skip over two. I would. Yeah, you could skip two. Yeah. And, Andy Garcia is in three as well. Like the whole gang is there. Andy Garcia flip over, and he's like one of them now. No, not really. Because he gets fucked in the end. I forget how, but he gets fucked in the end. Maybe I did see Again. three. I can't remember. Because I remember Pacino. I remember Pacino. I think he was, Andy Garcia might have been on board a little bit because they were fucking with Pacino. Pacino had a rival casino opening. Ah. Yeah. There you go. There's your, there's your Danny Ocean rundown. How do we even get on this? Oh, the Rat Pack. So we're talking about Rat Pack, yeah. Yeah, so Bo- Bogart was married to uh, Lauren Bacall. Yep, Lauren Bacall. And she like would hate when these guys would come around to stay up all night drinking, smoking, foreshadowing. Bogart died of like emphysema at like 39 or something. Um, yeah. Uh, and she was like, you guys are always hanging around. You're like a goddamn Rat Pack. <laughs> That's how they got named the Rat Pack. So Lauren Bacall, it's all her. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Bogart really died that young? No, I think it was older than that. Because he was he was really old and she was really young <laughs> when they were married. Maybe it wasn't right. Lauren, Lauren Bacall, she is she still alive? I don't know. Am I thinking was it Lauren Bacall? I know they were in a lot of no, movies. No, I'm together, pretty but... sure. I'm pretty sure he he married Lauren Bacall. Uh, Lauren and, Bacall and... died in 2014. 
89 years old. Born yes. in the Bronx, died in Manhattan. Buried in Glendale, California. <laughs> Solid rundown. <laughs> do, you, do you have that up still? When, she, when was she born? 1924. And Bogart was born in 1899. So 24, right, so 24 years. He died yeah. at 50, he died at 57. Bogey. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and it was a smoke. It was like lung cancer. I don't know if it was emphysema, but it was something smoking related. Yeah, it was something along those lines. All that's all that heavy tar. You a <laughs> yeah. pipe guy, Bogart? I don't know. Damn, I don't know. Four times Bogart. A heavy smoker and drinker. Bogart developed esophageal cancer. Having like deja vu. Oh, we talked about this with Rupert Murdoch. Like, so Bogart uh, was married four times. Like, what possesses you to just keep doing well, it? I mean, I mean, at least the well, he Lauren Bacall probably had something to do with that. But he just goes from like divorced 1927, married again 1928, divorced 37, <laughs> married in 38, divorced 1945, <laughs> married 1945. Clearly there's some overlap. I'm not here to judge him, but like he just goes right from like divorce right back on paper, he puts it. Yeah, and how did I don't like Helen Mankins, the first one, Mary Phillips, you know, fool me once. That's her fooled once. The third one is Mayo Metat. I don't know what she's thinking. Like, oh, well, the first two, they're the idiots. And then Lauren Bacall comes in there, number four. It's like, well, he's going to be dead by the time. And she's right. 12 years later, he was dead. Yes. She moved on. Didn't, didn't give him a chance to, to leave. Well, I guess in the end, he did leave her. Like, I just, I just look at it like if you are that, you are of that stature as an, as a celebrity and actor. Uh, like it makes much more sense to do what Leo's doing. Yes, Leo just Leo trades in women like they are cars. It is yeah. incredible. No one really calls him on it either. Like people like make jokes about it, but no one calls him misogynistic or well, you know toxic. Well, yeah, you know, people, toxic people masculinity. People just make fun of the ages and stuff, and like how they're all so much younger. Right, he gets made fun of for it, but he really does trade them in. Yeah, like they are vehicles. Yeah, it is. He does. He's on that four-year lease. <laughs> yeah, how four years? That's that's a long time. I don't even know <laughs> if he makes it four years. <laughs> yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how he gets away with it. Uh, it, does, it does make more sense though to do go the Leo route than it does to go the Bogart route or the Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. Like, just take advantage of being Leo. He, I, he takes full advantage. I stand by what I said about Murdoch. He married the last one just to fuck with the other wives. Like, she's going to get more of it than you guys. Or at least she's going to get her piece of the pie. Take He's the, I know. Spite marriage, 100% spite marriage. He's so rich, though. But they probably did get mad, though. Yeah, yeah, God. I'm sure they did. Yeah. Instead of $200 million, I'm going to be getting $150 million. <laughs> You dick. <laughs> Yeah, I like I, I. That's like the first thing. If that's true, I respect it. That's the only thing I respect about them. <laughs> Those old fucking creeps, man. When they get that age, they're yeah. like marrying. They're marrying. Uh, I guess. I mean, they're younger than them, but like they must be into some weird fucking shit. 
when you're 92, you're not, you know, like, the machinery just isn't working. Uh, what are you even doing, though? 92. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's weird, weird ass shit to make them still feel like they're that's awful, man. Uh, but they're uh, not. Uh, it's just, no, it's all financial. Uh, no, no, there's, no, there's something. I don't know. 92, you think? Still got a little car, itch? car batteries or something. They're doing something. Still got an itch. He's got a scratch. <laughs> She's got to scratch it. Oh, geez. Yeah, put on rubber gloves. Probably, who knows what he does. I mean, I, I'm sorry. We've, Technology. I'm sorry that we've thought about it for this long. Or, or at all, for that matter. He's Yeah, he's got to bring in some. He's got to bring in some, some heavy artillery. Because his artillery is just not. That, if, that, if that was the case, then, and you were that rich, wouldn't you just pay somebody like half the age of the woman that more than half the age that the woman you're marrying? Just be like, just have, you know. Oh, yeah. That, that's, yeah, that's a good point. He probably does do that. Yeah. He brings in, yeah, definitely like a I, thoroughbred. I, yeah. There, I don't even remember. There was a summer where I worked um, at like, it wasn't a nursing home. It was like, it was, more, it was like a retirement community type place. I don't even know if there was. A, I don't even know if there was a nurse. Like I don't know if there was a nurse station on, but it was like for fifty five and older, right? The place. Mm-hmm. And there was one guy, man, and he lived in a one bedroom apartment. It was minimalist in every way. Didn't have like hardly any furniture. He was in like a wheelchair on like a breathing machine, and there was nothing in the fridge. It was. Minimalist in the fridge, minimalist as far as cleaning goes. I mean, place uh-huh. was place was disgusting. And he used to tell me about these hookers he'd bring into that place. <laughs> he's like, That's yeah, great. he's like, I get I get some strippers from Bridgeport to come over, and I pay her this and this, whatever, to do this and this. I'm like, oh god, man, that is not as cool of a story as you think it is. <laughs> Look at yourself, man, you're disgusting. Like how old was he? I he had to be in his sixties in a wheel, you know, wheelchair bound oxygen. Like it was just I think he's he might have even been still been smoking too. Mm. With the oxygen. I'm there I'm sure there was somebody at that place like that. I don't know if it was him or not. Yeah, I mean strippers from Bridgeport though, that might be one of the nicer places that they're frequenting after hours. That's that's very true. That may be a safe space. Oh, imagine getting to me. That's so disturbing. That place, like imagining somebody going in there having to do something like that to that guy. But imagine that person that gets that call and be like, "Oh, who wants to go to the retirement community?" And she's like, "I'll go." Yeah, <laughs> I'll send me. That's my guy. Yep. That's. Yeah. I mean, that sucks. It does she, suck. She, that's she, like that's like a a movie you stumble on at. Two in the morning on HBO, and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" Uh, oh, Where there are was a day in a fucking nursing. <laughs> Wait a second, I just I just remember this. There's, I worked, I worked security. So that that place, I was doing something. But then there's another place that was like a retirement community. This was a that that place was like condo units, basically. This place was an apartment building, and I was doing sec- not security. I was doing night watch, which was. The, for some reason, like the fire alarms were down, 
So I just go, I don't know, nine, like nine to seven or something like that. So I go nine at night uh, or eight at night and leave like 12 hours, whatever, maybe eight to eight, something like that. And just like every hour, just do a lap. Be sure there's no fires. That was it. Cause there's no fire alarm. And what do you I do? Call 911 if there's a fire? Yeah, that's it. I just do. I'm on, I'm on night watch. It's fire watch, basically. I did that a couple of times for a couple of places. And this place, same thing. There was a guy who would leave. Like I was there for, I don't know, I want to say three or four nights. And at least two of the nights, this guy, two o'clock in the morning, one o'clock in the morning, 70, 67 years old, just leaves. And like, I'd be sitting there at the front desk, like, all right, I done, you know, come back. And I'd ask the person who hired me, cousin of mine, ask them, I'd be like, oh, this guy, you know, leaves every morning at one o'clock. Like, fuck's he doing? He's like, probably seen a hooker. I'm like, yeah, he's like, mm. got, a bit, got a little bit of a reputation. I was like, okay. That's, <laughs> a reput- that's the hooker guy. Reputation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hell of a rep. Yeah. But, yeah. So, two guys, like, yeah, I guess. You know, not 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 ninety two, but uh, still finding a way. You know, still 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 in need of something. Yeah, just not marrying him. I mean, I guy who barely <laughs> clean his apartment. I don't know if he's gonna. I don't know if he's gonna have a woman over that's gonna be marriage material. No, no, he's, he's, not, he's not putting a ring on her finger like uh, Murdoch is. Nobody's marrying that, and he's a, he has no money to offer them, so. He barely has a place for him to sit in his apartment. <laughs> well, besides his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. That's it. That's yeah. his line. That's his opener. <laughs> Sorry, there's nowhere to sit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd not be surprised. <laughs> Fucking hookers. Oh, well, good for them. They're, you know, they're in a tough spot. They're living in a. Well, you, you'd have to actually guard like a nursing home, or just make sure there's no fires. Yeah, just be sure there's no fires. Yeah. The people are really gonna are people breaking into nursing homes? I guess the people will break it anywhere. They're scumbags, no, but no, that's not why it was. It wasn't. Yeah, I guess you could if you're a real scumbag. Uh, I don't know if you could if you had you had a. I mean, they, they would have to, like, hold me up, I think, because you had to use, like, a key to get in anyway. A yeah. cup and a key, so. Yeah. But, no, I was just there for fires because the alarms weren't working. Yeah. I, did it, I did it a couple of times. Watched a couple of movies sometimes. Yeah, like, overnight? Yeah. Yeah, you ever work overnight shifts, man? Uh, did I ever work an overnight shift? No, I don't think I was ever overnight. I did. Restaurant business, but that was just late night. It wasn't overnight. Yeah, I did. I did overnights for the diner a couple times, and this obviously the overnight. This is a different world, man. It's it's, it's surreal when you're sober, right? Like you're used to maybe <laughs> being active at that time of night when you're yeah. drunk, but when you're the sober one and you're witnessing it like with a clear head, you're like, holy shit! Yeah. I did. I worked twenty four straight hours one time. At the diner? No, no, no. And that was on the movie I worked on. That was the last day of shooting, and I just went. Like, I went. I remember it was seven a.m. to seven a.m. And as it was seven a.m. the morning of Super Bowl, and I just uh, 
And I went home. I was probably home by, I mean, it was in, it was being shot in uh, Staten Island, not Staten Island, in Brooklyn, I think, or maybe it was Queens. I can't remember now where it was. Maybe it was Queens. And uh, so I was probably home in bed by nine the next morning and just slept. Yeah. And just slept until like midnight. Was it, have you ever been to Staten Island? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Is it as like big of a shithole as it's portrayed to be? No, I think it's a normal place. It's not like anything you haven't seen anywhere else in New York. Right. Yeah. All right. Is uh it's, it's it is I mean, I think it's just because it's a weird mix of New Yorkers and New Jersey people. Because it's basically like New Jersey. Is it like okay? Who act like they're better because they live in New York and not New Jersey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it sounds like. It's it's got that like Guido, very like big mouth Italian sort of. Uh, yeah, the, actually, people I knew, the people I knew from there weren't like that at all. I think she was from Brooklyn. She just moved out there. They weren't like that at all. But like the yeah, the the people from around there. Like, but you get a lot, you get that everywhere though. You get a lot of loud Italians in New York. Yeah, they're in Brooklyn too. They're in Queens too. Like you get them. What uh, I was gonna say, where the Islanders play, right? That yeah, is Belmont, it's Long Island. Yeah. Who the fuck is that dude? Looks like a wrestler. <laughs> um, that's Long Island. It's Long Island. Yeah. It's like right there. It's like. The what first... is Long? Is, what is Long Island considered? Is Long Island considered a part of Queens? Uh no, it's just Long Island. I don't know. I've always been perplexed by that because there's Staten Island, that's a borough. Yeah. And there's the other boroughs, but what is Long Island considered a part of? New York. <laughs> <laughs> sure it's not a part I don't know what it is. Uh let's see. What is Long know, Island? Maybe what borough is maybe part of Queens because it's connected, but I don't think so. I think it's his own thing. It's just not a borough. It's just not in a borough. It's his own. It's the sixth borough. It's like Pluto. <laughs> it's not a real planet. I mean, Brooklyn is huge. Like Brooklyn's bigger. Big, there's the biggest borough. Like that, that's pretty big. I don't know if Long Island can't be. Uh, Long Island's got to be bigger than Manhattan, right? I mean, it's got to be. Manhattan's tiny. I, I guess it says that it's a. Long Island technically is a part of Queens and Brooklyn. <laughs> so it's like Connecticut's New England. So it's part of New York and in Massachusetts. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. The island has four counties: Kings, Queens, Nassau, Suffolk. I wonder if I could. Right. Have, I wonder if I could have named those. I don't know if I would, I would not. I I don't know if I remember Kings or Queens. NASA, yeah. NASA is where the Islanders play. Is that Belmont, Nassau County? I don't. I don't think so because Nassau is probably where Nassau Coliseum was, and that's not near where they they play now. Oh, okay, so Belmont is where they play now. That was Uniondale, where they used to play. But I'm not sure what county that is. Yeah, the area where they play isn't. Uh, it's. Uh, I, it looks a little shitty from what I've seen. 
Have you ever been to Belmont? Yeah, I've been to Belmont, and I've parked over there for to go to JFK. Oh, we okay. know people that live over there. Yeah, yeah. Like the main like area, I don't know, something about it that's just like. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not, that doesn't surprise me. I guess it's not the best. I don't know. It's just not the you'd expect a little better from where uh, like your arena is, your sports team is playing. We got two minutes left. In two minutes, what um, besides Saratoga? Yep. What tracks have you been to? And and Sar- Pimlico, Saratoga, Belmont, Pimlico. Shout out Preakness Saturday. Yeah, uh, to that. Have you been to Aqueduct? That's incredible. No, never Aqueduct. Yonkers. I ever, no, I don't think I've ever been to Yonkers. Have I been to the casino? No, I don't think I've been. To, I don't think I've been to Yonkers. Uh, the Meadowlands might be it. Meadowlands, no. Yeah, I was in Meadowlands years ago. The Yonkers a few times. See the Trotters. I go back to Yonkers. That'd be awesome. They have the oh. harness racing at Yonkers, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's, that's a, it. That's a scuzzy place. I mean, we just went there to drink and gamble, but mostly yeah, drink. Yeah, I mean, it's, they still have dog tracks. Or did that get canceled yet? A lot of them got got closed down. I don't know if they totally got closed down. I feel like those no. were all in Florida. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of them in Florida. I know one of them got shut down in Florida like for the past couple of years. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. We'll take a quick break, and I'll look up the dog stuff. All right. All right, so it's never a good sign when you Google something and the first two of the first three websites it shows are anti that thing. Yeah. So Google Greyhound Racing, the first one that comes up is Wikipedia. So it's not for or against. It's fact-based. <laughs> and then the next two are the Humane Society of the United States and uh, Gray 2K, which is... Uh, a website dedicated to, to ending the legalization of dog racing. Um, oh, and then here, the third one is an article that says Greyhound Racing nears its end in the U.S. <laughs> so it's not doing well. Yeah, I, I figured it had to be uh, almost on its way out. Well, I mean, they, they did treat the dogs like shit. Let's be honest. It's not yeah. so much. It's not so much the activity itself as much as the people running it. So there's no such thing as bad dogs, only bad owners, right? <laughs> yeah. These guys were maybe the worst owners, I've, you know, since Michael Vick has been innocent. Since Michael Vick, yeah. Has, has been someone... re- re- not innocent, since been um, rehabilitated. Rehabilitated, yeah, uh-huh. I'm sure he is. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> he probably does speak about this kind of stuff. I bet he does. Yeah, I wonder what like, if you can get inside Michael Vick's head. We'll have to see what's going on. What we'll the Steve's on a cameo? Oh yeah, we should check that out and see if Michael Vick's on cameo. All right. So the only states that are you looking it up? Yeah, I kind of want to know now. Yeah, I'll um, look it up. The only states that still have greyhound racing legal or active—not just legal, but are legal and have active tracks—are Alabama, Arkansas, Iowa, Texas, West Virginia. Yeah, so, I wish we could have guessed those. I feel like we would have banged those out really quick. Mason, <laughs> West <gotta> Virginia. <laughs> below the Mason Dixon, right? Those are all. Is uh, are they all below the Mason Dixon? Iowa. 
there are four states that do not have active racetracks but still have laws legalizing greyhound racing. Can you name those states? This is probably a little tougher. Legal, Kentucky, but not active. Kentucky. No, not no. That, you, I, this is gonna be impossible because you have to take in the not active. If Kentucky, if it was legal, Kentucky, it'd definitely be active there. Oh, not active. Yeah, legal. this is this is probably tougher than probably tougher. It's legal and not not active. So Wisconsin, okay, Kansas, Oregon, Connecticut. Oh, it's legal. Okay. Yeah, so you guys want to open a, a dog track? I mean, why not? Where, where, where? What's the location? Where could we do that? Like someone what? abandoned a dog. Well, no, that's a bad example. So say someone just abandoned a dog in Connecticut that had cancer, but you're not going to run that dog. But there are some dogs that need a home. Maybe you could. Maybe, maybe it's the track. Maybe it'll be like uh, oh, this is dark. Maybe it'll be like a Make a Wish for dogs. Oh, I'll just yeah. get out there and run with your friends one last time, buddy. Yeah, it's more of like not so much make a wish as it is like Special Olympics. <laughs> I, guess, I guess. Give them a reason. Give them. Give them something. Yeah, it's like a so, dog park. They and we used to have highlight in this state too. Yeah, highlight's been gone. Why did they, why did we get rid of highlight? Highlight seemed like it was awesome. We we really yeah, missed. We missed the. We missed the bow on highlights before our time. Yeah, I remember seeing the guy, a guy in the train, with the thing because it was it was in Bridgeport, the place. I remember seeing him with the thing, like yeah. What is that thing called? Like a basket. <laughs> that would that would make sense. It might be too easy though. I'm really curious now. By the way, Michael Vick, you want to take a a guess? How much? Of course, he's on cameo. Of course. I have two guesses. My my first is the first number came to my mind, and then the one I'm gonna take a stab at. My first okay. the initial one was three fifty. That is exactly what it is. Oh, oh wow. Wow. My next guess was like seven seventy seven or something, like using his number. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, three fifty nailed it. Wow. That's what you gotta pay to get a personalized message from Mike Vick. I'm impressed. Can I do a heat check? Can you ask me one more guy? I hate doing this middle of the show. Cameo's okay. from the third segment, but I, I just want to see if I got it or if it was a fluke. Uh, I got a couple. Somebody who's on. Oh, Lakers making a run here. Down five. I mean, Denver just, went on a, Denver just went on a crazy run right before this. I, I know. Lakers 7 0. It was a quick 7 0 run. Uh, all right. Let me think of a guy. That's what the Lakers do, though, man. They just. Even the other night, they just were down 20, and then they're back in it. Like, do you think the father from Modern Family is on? Dunphy? Phil Dunphy? Yeah. Ty Burrell. Yeah, I definitely think he's on. It's so crazy that everyone's on this. I won't, I won't get that guy. I have a number. For, I just go in the same way. First number I came to mind. I don't even think he's uh, on here. Wow, too big. Too, we found we found a name too big for cameo. Good for him. All right, let yeah. me think. Let's stick with the athlete. Uh, I think Jamal Murray is on. Oh, active cameo? guy. Oh man, an active guy. We might be. Well, isn't there? Aren't there a lot of active guys on cameo? Yeah, yeah, there are. I don't know. If, I, I'm saying I don't know if I could do an active guy. Is he there? 
Okay, I found someone. Jamal Murray's not, but I have I have James Murray, practical joker. <laughs> and practical joker, James Murray. Book a personalized video. How much? <sighs> I bet he's pretty in demand. I guess a lot of people would pay for James Murray. I had a, I got two again, two numbers. Okay. They're they're, they're a wide difference though. My first guess is two hundred. Higher. My second guess and my final guess is five hundred. <laughs> no, you were way close to the first time. Two forty nine. Oh. oh, oh, okay. All right, all right. So it was a fluke. That's it. No more. No more cameo. You know what's a? You know that was you a cameo better, for cameo. Yeah, you know what a better uh, game than cameo is. Just picking. Go to a random like baseball roster. Could be from any time. Could be from seventies, eighties, nineties, guys, whatever. Yeah. Just find a random guy on that team, yeah, and play like play like under over like highest home run total in a season. Okay. All right. Well, like all right. J- Jeremy hey. Burnett's or something. All right. With, with uh, ten minutes to go, we'll pull. I'll pull up a name, and we'll see what okay. you can do. All right. All right. Can't That's wait. a good idea. We're we're you're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a year team. We'll figure it out. Yeah, just name um, a random team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Ho- hockey game's going OT. I, I don't know if anyone scored yet, but, but. Oh, a nice little shutout. I have a uh, the TNT. I can't get used to TNT hockey. 2 uh, 2. Florida just about to go in the power play. I have a thing with hockey that I realized, and it, it took until 2023, I think, for me to realize it. Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't like uh, warm weather hockey teams. I, it's just something. How, who can get into Florida, Carolina? It just doesn't. Yeah, yeah. They're also newer teams too. Not newer, but like within our lifetime teams. But even like the Dallas Stars, like why? I like them more well, than I like you those teams. Because they're just the Minnesota North, North Stars. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Why it's just like hockey? It's it's cold. Like why like the rink? Yeah, it doesn't this doesn't match? It doesn't make sense. It does not make sense for these warm weather teams to be playing on ice. I can't believe there was a time when they thought Min- Minneapolis didn't need a hockey team. It doesn't make is any it sense. like the birthplace of hockey. I don't think it's the birthplace. Isn't it's not Canada? Mm, birth. Places of American hockey, Lake <laughs> Placid, quite, quite, quite possibly. Is that where um, Slapshot takes place? Uh, no, I, f- I feel like Slapshot takes place in like a rural Pennsylvania town. That's my guess. I don't know. Uh, they might be drinking Yinglings in that movie. Johnstown, Johnstown, Pennsylvania. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, it's very blue collar. Very blue collar. The chick's always drinking out of a flask in that movie. Yeah, it's great. Paul <laughs> Newman's incredible in that movie. Oh, yeah. It like, makes no sense that Paul Newman's in this movie. Because he's so old at the time? Or just because no, he's Paul Newman? Because he's Paul Newman. Like, it's, it, like, what you know about Paul Newman, I guess it does make sense. Like, when you hear about like how he was, it makes perfect sense. But, like... Looking back at it, 
without knowing who that guy is. So he's a huge star, and this is a, such a weird movie. It was such a gamble from the take that is fucking great. Was he on the decline maybe at that point? Like, what was he? I doubt it. I don't think I was ever on a decline. He's just on a heater the whole the whole ride. The whole his whole life on a heater. Yeah, just putting his name face on salad dressing. Like, who does that? No, it was profits go to charity. Is that true? Yeah, all the profits go to charity for uh, the Newman Zone. He's the pizza too, right? Newman Zone's a pizza, frozen pizza. I'm sure they have. I'm, they, I'm sure they have more than just a salad dressing product. Yeah. Have you had the have, have you had the Newman's own pizza? I've not. I've heard it's got good reviews, though. Wow. I've heard like in, by frozen pizza standards, you okay. know, better than like say, uh, you know, better. It's better than Ilios. I've had Ilios. Ilios has a, has a, it's a time and a place. <laughs> it's like two a.m. hammered, stoned. Like I know, not all these movies are like um, known movies, but I'm, I don't think they have anything to do with the decline. Or Apache the Bronx, like that's a known one. When time ran out, Sound what's one where he plays the drunk, the judge? Is that is that early eighties? The verdict, eighty two. Yep, you saw that okay, one. So that's after Slap. Never saw it. No, I know it's highly regarded. I think it was Best Picture. Ah, I'll or he won Best Actor, maybe. All right. Have you ever seen the Hudsucker Proxy? Yeah, that's early '90s. That's uh, yeah. what's it called? Cohen's Cohen yeah. Brothers. Yep, that's a good one. Highly, I highly yeah. rec- recommend that movie. Yeah, you probably liked it more than I did. It's I don't know. I only I only watched it once. That's uh, Tim Robbins and yeah. To do with the mustache in that movie? Who's in Miller's Crossing? Which do? Oh yeah, the uh, the Italian guy from Miller's Crossing. Yeah, Frank Reynolds' brother. <laughs> yeah, he was he was in it. I can't remember what Passed he was. Away like. recently. Uh, he was he was a good actor. He was. He's so good. We just can never remember his name. I know we've talked about him before. I'll, I was just thinking about Miller's Crossing before, like earlier this week. I just wish somebody had seen the movie enough that I know that I could quote that movie with. I quote that movie yeah, to myself like all the time. Yeah, I haven't seen it enough times. I've seen it though. Um, I, I I think it's a, it's, it's a very uh, what would you call the audience? Like a, a niche audience. I don't uh, even think it's cult isn't even the right word for that movie. It's not I don't a cult. It's a it's just a it's a solid gangster movie. It's a little. Quirky, Cohen Brothers, like early Cohen Brothers, quirky. Yeah, but I think I just think it's a it's a solid. I think it's a solid gangster movie when it comes down to it. Right, but not as many people have seen it. I think it's even like less, like a cult following. Like 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 so many people have seen Lebowski. Like I hate even yeah. calling it cult. Like Miller's Crossing is a notch below cult following. It's it's a very select crowd that like and appreciate that movie. It's seven out of seven point seven on IMDb. Ninety-three percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Highly regarded by people who have seen it. Okay, but you you might be right. It might just be one of those kind of lost 
to time movies. John Polito is uh, the actor's name of the stash. Johnny Casper. I mean, from the start of that movie, it just it sucks you right in. That is a gr- I've got to watch Miller's Crossing again. It's been too long. Yeah, I got it on DVD somewhere locked up. Oh yeah, what's up here? I wonder if that's uh, I wonder if that's on any streaming service. This will be the test to see like, where is Miller's Crossing streaming. I hope it is streaming. You know the, you know how I found out about that movie was there was a poster store where I grew up and I go in there all the time. Just look, I just, just big poster guy. I go in there all the time and there was like one section that was like Godfather, Goodfellas, Casino, you know, mm-hmm. just all gang Carlito's way, just Scarface, all gangster movies. And Miller's Crossing was in there. And it was it's just like that that wide shot of yeah. Gabriel Byrne pointing the gun at uh John Turturro. Yep. It's like that long, long shot. And I was like, oh, this looks awesome. I gotta see what this is. And then eventually I don't know, I don't remember I saw it the first time, but it was all because of that poster. I was like, I gotta see, I gotta see this movie because it was wedged between Donnie Brasco and Carlito's way. Yeah, uh, not streaming anywhere. Yeah, of course. There's a lot of movies that are not streaming. That's why if you catch them on, you gotta try and like if you have cable, DVR. Oh, yeah. uh, I have that with like Diner because Diner's never streaming anywhere. So mm-hmm. I have it DVR right now, queued up for Christmas season. You gotta do it. It's I don't it's it's getting bad. Like how I always Google like where do you watch whatever I'm thinking of. Just want to see. I don't know. I probably ever watch it, but I'm just curious if I wanted to see it someplace. Where would it be? And like HBO had come through since they've been a thing for so long. Not anymore. Netflix no. never Netflix never has these movies. Like they they must not. Netflix must not pay for or put, put pay a lot for like these. Off-brand movies, like they're probably put, they're putting more into originals, I guess. Netflix has, yeah, Netflix does stand-up specials and they do uh, like original. Yeah, they, they never have anything interesting old that's streaming. Never. No, nah, Netflix are, tries to be new and hip. Yeah, stre- streaming is this is. I mean, I you know I was always wary of it for some reason. Like, never got rid of the DVDs because I like I like to watch this shit like randomly sometimes, just pop it on. And there's, you know, they're never around. Like they don't, they don't, they never come through. I've, like, if I wanted to watch Killing Them Softly, not streaming anywhere. Really, not streaming anywhere. I'd Google this recently. That and um, the Big Short. And, and I've been trying to, you know, what I've been trying to watch for the longest time is The Drop. I Daniel got Feeney's last movie. I got it here. If you want to borrow it? No, I've seen it before. I just want to watch oh. it again. <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie. <laughs> Um, it's, it's actually on Cinemax, which I don't, which I don't have. Ah. And they play it on Cinemax all the time. Oh, as you see it as you're scrolling, you're scrolling. It's always playing. Yeah. yeah. I the gotta second, wait for it to go somewhere else. To see if you get a free trial on Cinemax. I Google it sometimes. When, when's the next Cinemax free <laughs> trial? Yeah. Yeah. Still, still on Cinemax. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So I can't watch the drop anytime soon. No. Uh, Nuggets up two zero. It's official. It's official. I went to the hockey because I figured yeah. they had it. I was confident. There was a 
second of uh, LeBron made a steal, missed the missed the contested layup, and that was it. Did you see the dunk that he blew? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tough. It's tough. Getting old. Yep. Um. All right, Preakness. Who do you got? You going back to Mage eight to five? Probably. Yeah. I go. I get get creative on how to play them. Uh, mm. Eight horses in the field. Anyone get eight scratched ho- yet? Eight horses. I don't see any scratches as of now. That's a good thing. Yeah. Small field always. Favorite is always a little overvalued in the Preakness. Yeah. Yeah. Now they want him to win it. They want yeah, to they make want the Belmont interesting. Yeah. yeah. He won't win the. He won't win the Belmont probably, but. I wouldn't bank on it. No. Uh, but that's they want you to think about it for a couple of weeks. Yeah, they want you to get sucked in. They want to, they want to give the Belmont some juice. Yeah. Which it usually does not have unless Triple Crown's coming to town. Names National Treasure, Chase the Chaos, Mage is the three. Coffee with Chris, Red Root One, Perform Blazing Sevens. That's a good horse, six to one. Or Mage is the three horse. Mage is three, yeah. And first mission is the eight horse, is number eight. Uh, yeah, Irad Ortiz on Blazing Sevens, Rosario on Red Root One, Castellano on Mage, Johnny V on National Treasure, Luis Saez on First Mission. Rosario, did you oh. mention Rosario? Rosario, yeah, Red Root One, yep. Yeah. What's he, what's he right now? 10 to one? 10, yep. Yeah, he'd be the guy I would look uh, at to Joel. Yeah. Might go for this Ortiz horse. Irad. Yeah. Which one is he again? Mission something? Uh this one was uh Blazing Sevens. Oh, and he's the seven horse. Yeah. yeah. Six to uh, one though, which he was seven to one. If you went off it's, I mean, he would not hit. If he was seven to one, a billion people would put money on him. He would come in last place. <laughs> a million people might put money on him already. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that's true. Very trendy name. Yeah. yeah yes, sir. Break the break. This is fun. I can't wait. Yeah. It's not. It's then, good. It's. It's not the worst weekend in May. That's for sure. It's definitely not the worst weekend in May. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, with PGA Championship, it does feel like it's it's like recapturing the magic of the Derby a little bit. Yeah, the you know you got all you got all, you know, a bunch of sports on. When was the last time we had a Triple Crown? Someone head into Belmont. Not it feels long, like no. it's been a yeah. few years, no? Yeah, but pandemic, like. Triple crown. Has there been has there been a team? Has there been a team? Has there been a horse that's done it since Justified, which was what, 2018? So 2019, 2020, would that does that count? It was kind of weird. 21, 22, so four years. I don't know if we've had one since Justified. I don't think so. I don't think we've had anybody win two. So five, it's been five years. Because for a while there, it felt like we were getting. Yeah, it's spoiled, spoiled for a little bit. Yeah. Might get still, it this year. I still got a winning ticket from the Derby. The, uh, which one? The first one. 
I think it was the first one that we saw. The, the first Triple Crown. Forget who it was now. What was the name? Was the horse that won the American first American Pharaoh? Yeah, I think I have. I think put a dollar bet on him in the Derby to say I did. Had to say I bet on the Triple Crown winner. Yeah, the ticket upstairs. You never cashed it. Nah, it was the win. He was heavy favorite. Put a buck on. Oh, him. yeah. I just hung on to the yeah. Frame it. I, yeah, I just got it as a, I just did it for the souvenir. I paid a dollar for the souvenir. Right. Okay. I gotcha. Got to find it. I'll put in. I mean, I'll put a little frame this week. Yeah. Probably. All I, I probably all faded. I didn't win a lot of money, but I hit the try in, in, in the uh, in the Belmont that he. He won the triple crown. Oh, nice! All right, hey. it wasn't a uh, it wasn't a huge payout because Farrell won. Yeah, but oh, yeah, yeah. hundred bucks maybe on like a two dollar try. Nice. Probably not. It probably wasn't even that to be honest with you. <laughs> it sounds better. <laughs> maybe making a should, round number. <laughs> you should have just set it up after the show. Like, oh, it's probably like seventy two dollars. But we'll seventy two with- actually <laughs> sounds closer to what it was. <laughs> we'll say a hundred just to make it sound good, though. Yeah, we'll probably get you the exact total right here. Oh, you have the payout Belmont. right there? <laughs> yeah, Belmont 2014. Uh, it was 2014, I believe, right? It sounds right. No, uh, you know what? It may have been... No. It was 15. Okay. And the a $2 – oh, yeah, $2 try played 109, so I undershot a little bit. All right, nice. There we go. Frosted came in second. Keen Ice showed. And that was it. One of the, I've, I've had such – I've had good success with the Belmont, but I've had some – I've had some brutal defeats at the Belmont too. Brutal more, defeats. More defeats. More defeats than wins. Yeah, 2016 was one of the worst ones I ever had. I had this was a Castellano going back to Castellano. Mm-hmm. He was on. Uh, you know what? This is not the right horse. We gotta we gotta skip up a year to 2017 or 18. Because he he was. Was mm, 20. Fuck, I, there was a horse that Castellano was on in the Belmont. Mm-hmm. And he was a big, it was Commissioner. That's the name of the horse, Commissioner? I think that was the name of the horse. Um, it, mm, he came in second. He came in second in 14 and 16. I can't remember which horse I had a ton of money on, but he was winning the entire race and he got clipped at the wire and I was at sports Haven for it. And it was devastating. <laughs> like I, I, that was all I bet. I just bet on, Oh, I think the Carolina just winner. They hit the crossbar. Looks like a crossbar. Um, when I think of devastating losses, I, that's the one I think of. All I bet was a win to, for him to win the race. There was no tries, no That's supers, no exactas. Tough. The eggs, the, eggs were in one basket. And, on, the big, uh, on the big screen, whole place is watching. Whole place is watching. They're probably rooting for the horse that just beat my horse. Yeah. Like fucking yeah, everybody's, everybody's cheering around you. Oh, that's the worst. Oh, that was brutal. That was a brutal 
was. 20, yeah, I want to say it was 2016. Destin. I had Commissioner in 2014, too, now that I look, but he went off at 8-1. to one, And I think I just put, like, a lot, like, over 100 bucks on him just to try and <laughs> cash in. And uh, he was one of those ones where he's winning the whole race, and you just – no, he's not going to win. He's not going to win. Mm-hmm. The horses never go wire to wire. This is bullshit. And then as soon as you start believing, he cl- gets clipped. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you get sucked in and trick yourself, he gets clipped. Yeah, that sounds about right. That is a tough feeling. That- like when you're when your guy sh- when your horse shoots out to the front and is setting the pace, you're like fuck. Yeah, <laughs> he's not gonna win. It's like losing before, yeah, you even get a chance. To you just start punish. ripping up the tickets yeah. like any much. Yeah, yeah, that's a bad feeling. That's such a unique thing to watch a big race in Sports Haven because, like, otherwise, just watch that TV at home or at the track. Like, this a big place like dedicated to that. It's not just on, it's not on at a like a like even like Bobby V's, like, uh, just one of those uh, sports bars. Like this is a much different setup than a, any kind of sports Buffalo Wild Wings or whatever. Such mm-hmm. a different atmosphere. And then when you go there any other day for any other race, you know, people are like cheering, but to have people there just to watch this cheering a race that they probably don't watch, you know, three minutes of horse racing all year. Yeah. And these people are cheering it on. It is weird. It's weird. It is. Well, they like, you know, they like, it's it's a little bit of a um, Super Bowl feel, whereas like the way people play the squares for like the Super Bowl, they're playing like numbers for the Derby. They just yeah, there's something for everybody, you know. Yeah, yeah. Even if you're not if people, I, I assume a lot of people aren't betting though. You think? Then that is weird. Then <laughs> I would say like maybe like I don't know, maybe half of them are betting. Maybe, no, they, maybe, maybe uh, like maybe like seventy no maybe like seventy five percent are betting. So what are they getting excited for then? Just to watch the race. I guess yeah. I feel like you gotta in the Derby of all races you gotta have a little bit of action. Put two dollars on a horse on a long shot. Play a play a birthday or something. I'm saying when it's packed, packed twenty five percent are not gambling. They're probably with somebody who's gambling. Well, then they're invested a little bit if they're yeah. with a spouse. Yeah, yeah, it's true. If it's like a date situation, I, I'm going to say less than twenty five. That's probably I'd take I'll take the under on that. Yeah, I might I might overestimate a little bit there. Yeah, especially because it's the Derby. There's just yeah. so many horses, and there's like people get people like that. They like having a lot of options. Like, oh, 20 horses. I like this one. I like yeah. that one. The, you know what the the box scenario is perfect. Like yeah, everybody's gonna put a couple bucks just to see twenty bucks on a horse, whatever. Yeah, just to see. give me five dollars on this horse. Maybe this point if they take the favorite though and put a few bucks on it and not know how the payouts work. <laughs> really disappointed. Yeah, you got to explain how the, you got to explain how the odds. Work. Yeah. You see, uh, you see, Gary Sanchez is coming back to New York. Is that official? Yeah, calling him up. Are they who are they sending down? Uh, let's see. Send it, but, but, but doesn't say yet. Doesn't say yet. Uh, I 
Nito went, no, Alvarez, but Warren Miggs. Yeah, Jesus Christ. God, you know, all these quotes. How come ESPN it does not send, have like, the corresponding move? How come ESPN doesn't send their guys to the Western Conference Finals? I don't know. COVID? Yes. Cheap bastards. Lakers did cover both of these games. Sanchez was six for 13 with the homer, six walks, five strikeouts in his first four games. And then the last three games was one for nine with four strikeouts. Hmm. Which, which Gary Sanchez will we get? All right. 10 minutes left. I'm going to, I'm going to say a year. Okay. Um, I'm going to think of a couple teams and I don't know. So I'm going to do 19. How difficult you want You want our lifetime? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. I'll do 1995. Okay. Okay, I got uh I got three teams in mind. Pick one to three. Two. The Brewers. Oh, all right. 1995 Brewers roster. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Can you, let's see. All right. Who do you want to go with? Let's see who we have. John Jaha. Oh, John Jaha. Greg Vaughn. BJ Serhoff. Greg Vaughn, I could probably tell you what what his, like, top home run year was. I think it was 50 with the Padres. Or you were just talking about just 95. I thought you had said pick a year. Yeah, just like a random team, but then like do like an under-over game. Like what was the most home runs the guy had in a season? Okay. All right. Okay, great. Okay, so here's the Brewers, 95 Brewers. Okay, because Vaughn, I'm pretty sure it's 50 with the Padres, 98 right. or okay. 7. All right. So what, what do you think was the highest home run total on this team? 1995 Brewers. Who led? What was the number of home runs that led? The team. Which guy? Not which guy. What do you think the number was? Um. Oh, the number 32. 20. What? 20? <laughs> 20. Is it John Jaha? It was, yeah. That's why I upset him first. So I figured I'd get that one out of the way. Uh, this team was 65 and 79. You know who the manager was? Uh, I don't know. Pat Listash, he's probably Bill, a player. Bill Garner. Oh, man. That's close. It's right, mustache, so, mustache. so Joe Oliver was the catcher. John Jaha, sec- first baseman. Fernando Vina, second baseman. Jose Valentin, shortstop. Kevin Seitzer, third base. This is a, I mean, a couple nice pieces, but a gross team. BJ Surhoff, Daryl Hamilton, Matt Metzke in the outfield. And Greg Vaughn was a DH. Pat Listash was off the bench. Jeff, Cer- Jeff Cirillo. Derek May, Mark Loretta, some of the other notable names. And oh, the pitching staff, man. Steve Sparks, Ricky Bonus, Scott Carl, Brian Givens, Bob Scanlon. Okay. Terrible. Graham Lloyd on the team as well. All right. So you want to guess highest batting average in the team? This, this, this is what you want to do, or am I doing it wrong? No. I, what I want to do is like click on just a random guy. Okay. 
let's say it's John Jaha, for example. We'll pick John and, Jaha. And, and play like. All right, so go through yeah, his career. Guess, yeah, and be like highest home run total in a season. Okay. And try Jaha, and nail it. Jaha played for 10 years from 92 to 2001. Yeah, what? he had he had some where'd years. He, I feel like where did he max out at home runs? I'm gonna stick with my original guess, which was 32. Incorrect. Less? More. Oh, he had more than 32. In two seasons with more than 32. Wow. No. I'm not. No way he hit 40. 37. No, too high. 35 was the max. Oh, uh. and he hit 34 a few years earlier. I knew he. I knew he had some year. I. I knew. I, I had him for thirty, but yeah. All right, thirty-five. You want to do home? You want to do home runs for the guy? And like, no, we could do home runs. You could do batting average. Okay. You could do ribbies. All right. All right. All right. So yeah, thirty-five home runs, one hundred eleven RBIs in nineteen ninety-nine. You were I wasn't do RBIs. He was an all-star, and he came eighteenth in the MVP voting. <laughs> right. Was that um, a bad team? All right, yeah. What do you think his a career batting average is? It's got to be less than three hundred. Uh, I'm gonna say <laughs> yeah, he's not a three ten. <laughs> he batted three ten for his career. Career batting average two sixty four. Wow, two sixty three. Oh. <laughs> right there. You just, if they just round it up, uh, yeah. If he's got one more hit. If he just um, called up to the scorer's box and complained a couple times, could have nailed it. Do you know what teams he played for? Two teams. Brewers and A's, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. It was Brewers, then A's? Yeah, Brewers for seven, A's for three. He was an all-star with the A's. Mm, let's see. Uh, what do you want to do? What was his – I don't know. How many stolen bases – what was his max stolen bases, John Jaha? Not very fleet of foot, I'm going to say for John Jaha. Did he get? Did he get double digits? Is the question. I'm going to put him at eight. Well, mm. his max was thirteen, probably pre steroids. Uh, yeah. That's my guess. Thirteen in 1993, early. Not exactly a 40-40 threat. No. All right. So I'm going to do uh, 19. I'm going to go back even further. 1990. Uh... All right. I got three. Pick one. Two or three. Two. Two. Okay. 1990 Angels. Oof. 1990 Angels. Is Tim Salmon there yet? What was their record? 1990 Angels. How many wins did they have? 1990 Angels. Let's see. I think it was Boston and Oakland in the LCS that year. So Angels. I'm going to say 77 and 85. Mm. 80 and 82. Fuck. All right. nineteen. What's the highest home run total on the team? It's just fun. Uh, let's see who's on that team. Is Tony Phillips on that team? He's not going to be the highest home run. Tony Phillips was not on this team. No Tony Phillips yet. Uh, if I tell you who's 
if I tell you who the leader was, you're going to know how to guess. <laughs> it's going to be low. There's no Chili Davis on the team yet. No. Uh, Lance Parrish led the team in home runs. Wally Joyner was on the team. Johnny Ray, Dick Schofield, Jack Howell, Louis Polonia, Devon White, Dave Winfield. Um, I'll go 22. 24. 24, okay. Yeah. Joey Davis off the bench. Dante Bichette, a young Dante Bichette off the bench. Wow. Had 15 home runs for the Angels that year. Wow. Um. All right, so who do you want to go with here? You heard the names. Let's go with give, – give me a quick rundown again. All right, after this break. Let's go Wally G- – all right, go ahead. Wally Joyner, that's final answer. What are the names again? I'm going to be able to do better than Wally Joyner. I was, I was just going over Wally Joyner. Not a bad career. Probably, you know, above average. Yeah. Did not, did not do well in the World Series in 1998. Um, all right. The starting lineup, nah. Lance Parrish, Wally Joyner, Johnny Ray, Dick Schofield, Jack Howe, Louis Polonia. Devin, Devon, Devin White, Devo, Dave Winfield, Brian Downing, Chili Davis. Let's let's do Devon White. I've always been a Devon White guy. Yeah, slick center fielder. One of the best, Filthy I smooth. would say. Just as an outfielder, yeah. Just stri- strictly outfield. I think he is. Con- I, I could be wrong. He might be considered one of the best. That era, definitely. I mean, there's, he gets out outshot a little bit in center, but he was. One of the best, for sure. Yeah. Just pure pure defensive center fielder. With that said, I, I don't know how I'm going to do his offensive numbers because I, I, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, not a bad career here. Uh, he played for 17 years. How many teams? One, two, three, four, five, six. So Blue Jays and Angels are automatics. Yep. Started with the Angels, went to the Blue Jays. He played with the Marlins? To the Marlins, yes, 1996, 1997. So that means he was in the World Series with the Marlins. Yeah, he may have been like a defensive replacement on those. I don't know. Uh, who else did Devon White play for? So it's only th- – I mean, th- Yeah, you got, you're got. you not going to get the end of his career, I don't think. There's three teams at the end of his career. He played career. with the Rockies? No. Arizona? Yeah, Arizona for a year. Arizona Rockies, it's the same thing, basically. Judges, uh, judges are not giving it to you. <laughs> Was it NL or AL? Uh, two NL teams. He's stuck in the NL. 99, uh, 2000, 2001. Cincinnati? No. You better get one right now. You better get one right now. I'm giving it away. This is your last All right. chance. All right. Last chance. Last chance. Yeah. Uh, Two years with this team and then one year with one one more team. Call it a career. 126 the, game in his last season. It's pretty good. The Cubs. No. Dodgers and Brewers. Oh, why did I not say Brewers? We were just fucking talking about the Brewers. Uh, Devin White. I'm gonna give you a hint here for max home runs. Okay. No, I'm not gonna because you do the math. 
Never mind. No hints. What's his max his career total? Yeah, don't. That's too. You'll, you'll, I don't think you'll get it. I don't think it'll be that max, much easier. Yeah, what's his max home runs? Max home runs. Let's give him. I don't know. He wasn't really a. He was a leadoff hitter. Yeah. On those Blue Jays teams. I don't want to go too high. I mean, this is pre. He didn't really play in the steroid era. Did he juice up one of these years in the 90s? Three I'm going to go Three time All Star. 14. 24 is the max. Damn, I fucking undershot him. That's his first. That's his first full season. He was fifth in rookie of the year voting that year. He had 24 home runs. How many more times did he get to 20 after that? Twice. Once. He went to 22 in 1998 into the steroid era. It was an all star. That was his probably huge year. For the third and final time, probably. For the third and final time. Yeah, that's 100% the Jewish year, man. A thousand percent. He even hit 14 the next year at 36 years old. And his last year, he, 38, he played 126 games in center field, some right, some right field. And uh, it, okay, <laughs> what's his max stolen bases? Mm, 42. 44 was his number. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, he had he had to be a base dealer because guess how many stolen bases he had in his age 38 season, 2001. 36. 18. I thought 18 was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were, yeah, okay. I thought a big number was coming. All right. Uh, he was fifth in rookie of the year, one eight seven gold gloves. Um, in 17 years. Uh, what else? How many gold gloves? Seven gold gloves. I probably should have done that one as a guess. Oh, I would have guessed higher. Well, well, seven's a lot, I guess. But yeah, I don't know who uh, who else was he contending with. Again, like the in the AL, he won one, two, three, four, five consecutive. Gold I don't know how good was like well Griffey. I guess like ninety uh, six, he stopped winning them. So Griffey uh, probably won a few in there. Yeah, probably Griffey getting gold gloves. Ninety six is prime. How Griff. good was how good was Kirby Puckett? Defensively, and I think I think he was only serviceable. I don't think he was anything spectacular. He made a great play in the World Series. That's like he did famous, yeah. famous play. So I bet you know, he's I, got I, I, a few I, gold gloves though, just based on they, they. Those are like reputation awards sometimes. Oh yeah, they they would um, they would just give it to the big names sometimes. Six time gold glover Kirby Puckett. Kirby, yeah, he's no Devin White. No way. I'm sure he was good though. Here, do all right. Pick, pick pick a player. Pick pick a year and a team for me. All pick, right, pick I'm a year go... and give me a... Okay, I'm gonna go 1993. Oh, nice. I have three teams. Uh, uh, I have two teams actually in my mind. One. Okay. 
1993 Giants, which was a very good team, I, I believe. Uh, I think uh, Matt Williams had a ton of home runs for that team. Yeah. Uh, hang on, this is the wrong sport. 93 Giants baseball. So Bonds, Matt Williams, 1995. Lost the pennant by one game. Yep, on the last day. It was uh, against the Braves, right? It was Burkett was the pitcher yep. for the – John Burkett was pitching for the – was Maddox. Did he go against Maddox? That game? Mm, I don't know. Guys? I know it was Burkett. Will Clark's on this team. Royce Clayton, mm. Matt Williams, Darren Lewis, obviously Bonds. That that would be an easy one, though. Max home run. Total. <laughs> uh, Willie McGee. Did I say Willie McGee? Matt Williams, yeah. Royce Clayton. Robbie Thompson. Kurt Manwaring. Okay. Dave Martinez. Jeff Ugh. Reed. Not a deep team. Steve Scarsone. What was Scarsone? the what was the what was the rotation? The rotation. Burke is the only one I can remember offhand. Burkett, Bill Swift, Bud Black. Okay, okay. Trevor Wilson, Brian Hickson. Who, uh, who was like the closer? Oh wait, who's the closer? Hang on a second. I know who the closer was. It wasn't Rags, it was after Rigetti, right? No, Rigetti's on this team. I don't know if he was the closer though. They the most saves. Uh, these are all offensive numbers. All right, this is better pitching. No, he was not the closer. It yeah. was. I'm you're gonna, gonna kick yourself. Yeah, you're gonna kick yourself. Yeah. I don't think I would have gotten this, but um, you're gonna kick yourself. He's a closer. <laughs> oh man, I know. I can pick. I think I can picture. I just can't think of the name. I was gonna guess Mike Fetters. No, I wouldn't guess Mike. This guy's Fetters. like this guy's like a better Mike Fetters. It wasn't. No. Nah, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> just, just give it to me straight, Doc. Rod Beck. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just he had a him. good year too. He had a really good year. Two one six ERA. Uh, why do they not have 48 saves? I mean, that's a monster year. Yeah. Monster year. Yeah, that is an, that is an essential old-time closer right there. Right. Not, But he wasn't always a closer. No. He, he get, you think of him his, kind. He's like a fringe closer, Rod Beck. That was his peak, though, was then. The Yankees, oh, yeah. Yankees crushed him. Oh, yeah. I was at the game where Bernie <laughs> took him deep. It was fucking awesome. It was in the building. Amazing. I'm going to go with Will the Thrill because I'm a big Will Clark fan, but I don't know his numbers. So I'm just curious to see. Love Will Clark. Okay. I'm just, uh, he, I'm still looking at Rod Beck's numbers. Oh. So he had 51 saves with the Cubs in 98. All right. Wow. Yeah. So that's two big years. All right. So Will Clark. He played for, Will the, Clark. for the Rangers. Giants, right? Rangers, Giants, Rangers, Giants. Are we missing a team? Let's see. He might have played. Did he play? I don't know if he played for a team to finish his career or if he played for a team before Texas. I'm not sure. Did he play for the Cardinals before Texas? I don't know why that's in my head. He played. He finished with the Cardinals and Orioles, like, but he was basically done by then. Yeah. Okay. 
I remember that. All right. Okay. So pretty long career. Yeah, pretty lengthy. So we'll we'll go we'll start highest home run total. Thirty one. That's right. Twenty nine. Twenty nine twice. Wow. Okay. I thought I went too low. Oh shit. Thirty five. <laughs> Thirty five in his second season. Snuck up oh, on me there. Right. Went right past. You him. gotta look at the whole. Yeah, I gotta look at the full picture here. Eighty seven. All right. And then highest ribby total. One eleven. Oh man, almost one sixteen. One eleven was the second highest. I was off by five in both. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm going guess how many times he was an all star. Okay. One. Uh, how, how long was his career? 14 years, 86 to 2000. I'm going to say he was an eight time all star. Uh, let's see. Will Clark. Is that on baseball reference? Yeah, all the way uh, to the right. All the way to the right column. You got to count them up yourself. Oh, right, right, right. He was an all-star. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, all right. Damn it. Six all-stars. Fifth place rookie of the year. Came in MVP second place in 89. Yep. How about highest batting average? I'm going to try and make sure it's a real season. Three. Twenty-eight. You're going to be off five again. He had 333 <laughs> in Yo. 89. Yeah. Yo. My my thought was 323, and I added five to it to see what I could do, and it was still five off. That's ridiculous. Yep. That is ridiculous. Can't cheat fate. 333, no. Final can't. destination. I mean, he technically it's hit 345 in his last year with the Cardinals, but it was in 51 games, so I, didn't, I don't want to. It's a little misleading. Yeah, I'm not yeah, going to yeah. give him that. 45 yeah. games. It's impressive. <laughs> But still, full. I got to give him full season. He didn't qualify for the batting title. Yeah, three forty-five. Did he? What? How many home runs did he have his career? Three hundred. And no, not even two eighty-four. Oh, okay. He was like, well, he only hit over. He, I mean, thirty-five, twenty-nine, twenty-three, twenty-nine. He had a lot of like in the middle of his career, like sixteen, fourteen, thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Steady, but but that was acceptable. You know, nobody cared back then, right? As long as you right. hit, as long as you hit three, swinging lefty. As long as you hit three eighteen and three twenty five, whatever. Like, yeah, bad. yeah, right. I mean, his career batting average three oh three, which is pretty That's good, stellar. Yeah, career that is, that is an amazing career. Yeah, if you can get over three hundred for your career, it's pretty impressive. Did he have any Gold Gloves? He did. He had. Three. Uh, you know, yeah, I think he only had one. Who was getting the gold gloves back then? Palmero. Uh, oh, Rafael Palmero. Matt, Mattingly. 
No, wait, NL? Keith. Well, Keith. Oh, actually, no, because he. No, Texas. I don't know. Yeah, in the NL. He was after Keith. Well, I mean, his first year was 86, 80. Keith was probably still winning gold gloves at that point. Yeah, yeah. But Will Clark's peak was well after that. Well, after Keith was gone. So who's winning gold gloves in the NL in like 90 and 91? I don't know. Was he wait, was he wait, was he with Texas then? No, Texas, he, he didn't jump on Texas until oh, there's that's, that's after. Yeah, I got it backwards there. Yeah. Did mm. he overlap with well Palmero was winning gold gloves though, like when he was in Texas. Yep. He stole it from Tino that year. Was that 98, yeah, maybe? Probably. 97? That's Tino's gold glove. Yeah. He stole it. Yeah, they love to give that shit to Palmero. I don't know who was the early 90s NL gold glove winner at first base. I don't know. Probably would have guessed. Uh, Mark Grace, maybe? Cubs? Yeah, maybe. Mark Grace that good defensively, though? To win one? Yeah, I think so. That part of his career, not later, I don't think. No. That part of his career, I think he was probably one of the top ones. McGriff ever won a gold glove? Probably. I mean, they might have. that might have been reput- – if he did, that would have been reputational. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to – I can't think of anyone else who was that good defensively. Dodgers, Eric Karros wasn't winning gold gloves. There's no way. <laughs> no. All right. All right, hang on a second. I got to find this for you. All right, National League. All right. So, Keith, the last one Keith won was 88. Okay. And he went from 78 to 88 with both the Cardinals and the Mets, and he won every gold glove. Not surprised. Ten years, yeah. 1989 and 90. Montreal Expos first baseman won it. Andres Galarraga. Really? Then big Will, cat? Then Will the Thrill in 91. Was he, was he the big cat? What was his nickname? Yeah. 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 Then Mark Race in 92 and 93. Bagwell in 94. In the Ashley season. Would not have thought Bagwell. That was 94, so I don't know how official 94 is. Strikes. <laughs> then Mark Grace, 95, 96. Wow, Grace went four out of five. And the next was another Giants first baseman, four in a row. Four in a row, Giants first base. Not JT Snow. Yep. All yes. right. I'm, I'm misremembering guys that were good defensively, I guess. Then 01 and 02. Uh, this is two of three for this future Hall of Famer. I think he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Um, with the Colorado Rockies. Todd Helen? Todd Helen, 01, 02, and 04. No, he's not in the Hall of Fame. No? Not yet. I'm sure he'll get in. <laughs> Everyone's going to get in. 
Helen had Helen had some had some years, but uh, I think his road home splits are a little a little too much. Yeah, people don't like that. Dog does not like that when you hit in Colorado and you don't have the road. <laughs> H- hates it. So there you go. That's through 04 for you. Derek Lee was the 03 one. Derek Lee, okay. Derek Lee was slick. It's, I don't think of Derek Lee as being that good of a first. But he was two. He was like he was like light on his feet, Derek Lee. Like I could picture Derek Lee turning a three six three. Okay. All right. Yeah, and then all the other names are. And we got Pools for a year, Adrian Gonzalez, Pools again, Fado, Adam LaRoche. Ugh. Adam LaRoche. Why do they give Adam LaRoche a gold glove? That's disgraceful. Brought his kid to fucking batting practice and someone kicked him out, right? Was that the, was that the Adam LaRoche story? Yeah, or, or did he kick some kid out? Remember no, he, he brought his he brought his son. That's right. So like batting practice and warm-ups all the time. And who was it? Like Ozzy Gein, the coach? Who had to be the bad guy to be like, what are you doing, man? Like this is work. <laughs> like one like once in a while, but I think he was making it like it was too it was too regular. Was the kid being annoying? I'm sure to some people <laughs> it was just just him being there was like, why is your kid here? Uh, let's see. He was, Adam LaRoche was in the news three weeks ago. You will never guess why. Why Adam LaRoche was in the news? Yeah. He is brewing his own beer. No, Adam LaRoche on his mission to battle human trafficking. Oh, how brave of him. How's he gonna <laughs> how's he gonna battle it? <laughs> <laughs> taken. You seen taken? Wear a bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so oh, this wasn't even that long ago. This was 2016. The controversy. Um, I, I Adam, remember. he retired because of it. Uh yeah, yep. Adam Laroche retired after White Sox requested he bring son into clubhouse less. Let's <laughs> 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 see. That's what it. It wasn't that like his son was there. It was like it was a, like, it seemed like it was an everyday thing. Like that, you know. I I kind of see where the White Sox are coming from. Like this, you work here, man. Like, yeah, he's not a part of the team. Like, let's relax. Come shacks and fly balls here and there. Yeah, if he's gonna be there, don't have him be in the like in the locker room and shit all the time. But yeah, what, he's, he's a minor. Wait, like, wait, too, wait, you know? wait a second, though. But like, Ken Griffey Jr. was there all the time when he was a kid. Your story's about that shit. Was he there all the time, though? Or was it just like, know, Prince always... Fielder took batting practice at Tiger Stadium, but like, was he there? It se- This seems like it was like. But no, when you hear about when you hear about Boone and you hear about Jr. and you hear about yeah. any like legacy player, it's always like, oh, they grew up in the clubhouse. That's the problem. We're, th- we're talking about Adam LaRoche. <laughs> it's okay for Ken Griffey Senior, but not yeah. Adam LaRoche Senior. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, fair. Drake, Drake LaRoche. <laughs> what are he's doing? Oh, he's playing In lacrosse for sure. LaRoche hit just two hundred seven with tel- with twelve home runs in one hundred and twenty seven games in two thousand and fifteen. <laughs> I maybe he's on the way out anyway. 
Yeah. Thirteen million of the deal. Maybe maybe this was maybe this was like a play to get Adam LaRoche to retire. Maybe. Well, LaRoche's decision will cost him thirteen million that he was due this season. Hard to walk away from thirteen million dollars. God, he's got principles. He loves his loves his son. Yeah, but he then he have thirteen million dollars to like spend on his son. <laughs> I wonder if the I wonder if the kid was like being a dick or something. Yeah, that'd be amazing. You're gonna lose. You're gonna lose. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It says Chicago White Sox executive vice president Kenny Williams reportedly received complaints from staff members and other players before asking Adam LaRoche to scale back the amount of time. His fourteen-year-old son spent in the clubhouse. So it was it was complaints from guys around the team, players probably coaching. Mm. Dial it back. <laughs> it's it's noted he attended around one hundred and twenty games last season. That's a lie. He's like on the road with them too. Like these guys oh. want to be able to like. Yeah, on game day, I mean, there's got to be some separation. I would assume, yeah, go up with the moms or something. Like, once it's time to buckle in. Yeah. I could, I, I could, I could see it being a little bit of a boundaries issue. There's got to be, it's one thing to have your kid around. It's like summer. He's off for the summer, summer vacation, but yeah. I don't know. Should he be? Should he be like on the field like an hour before first pitch when everyone's getting ready to get their no, game face on? No, because you're, you're throwing the ball around and you're taking swings. Like you're gonna be looking out for some kid wandering around. Yeah, and at some point it's like you are at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. You bring them in and then you separate. You know, you're separate ways. You know, you're not actually always in there. There's got to be some separation. Yeah, like you know, two, three in the afternoon. All that time before first pitch. All right, you're on the field. Yeah, right. Yeah, hanging out, having a dog, something. Yeah, chilling. Five, five, six o'clock. Not like annoying. The whole, or... Yeah, the whole team's on the field taking batting practice. I think the kids got to go. Yeah, he's got to yeah. go away. Yeah, and he says, "I don't think he should be." That's exactly what it was. I don't think he should be here 100 percent of the time, and he has been here 100 percent every day in the clubhouse. <laughs> Oh, man. I said that I don't even think he should be here 50% of the time. Figure it out. Somewhere in between. You know all the te- – you know a lot of those guys were, like, talking shit. But like, what is this? Like, not talking shit, but they're probably like, why is the fucking kid, like, here all the time? Yeah. Like, they're just, like – they were so perplexed by, like, this fucking kid is just always here. <laughs> and then the whispers became, like, grumblings, and they trickled into the front office – Adam LaRoche is hitting 225, and they're like, look. <laughs> 216. <laughs> not, even, not even 225. Uh, I can't. I so can't. You're, you're in a tough spot if you're the organization because you, like, you look like a monster for telling the kid to get lost. I don't know. I'm, I'm missing something here. I don't, I don't know. It says, I respect the man and his decision. I can't disagree with what Blaine Boyer said about Adam as a person, but I take exception to the quotes evil part. So 
Uh, uh, oh, Boyer said of LaRoche earlier. He's an unbelievable husband, an unbelievable father, a friend you can only dream of. I honestly think this is between good and evil. I know which side Adam lives on. I'm thankful to see the way he's acting. Yeah, good and evil. Well, oh, he the said, last he said, laugh. He, he said the White Sox were the evil ones because. Oh, okay. The good, not LaRoche didn't say that. This buddy of his did. Drake LaRoche is going to have the last laugh, though, when he refuses to play for the White Sox like Griffey and the Yankees. <laughs> yeah. What are he's hitting? Let's see. This is how long ago? It was four years ago? Uh, so he's only like. No, this is seven. Seven years ago now. Years so he's ago? probably like in his early 20s now, 21. Oh, so he's in the minors probably? Yeah. He's going to be winning triple crowns for the fucking twins right in the White Sox face. <laughs> Drake, oh, so he doesn't, he doesn't play. Drake LaRoche is married five years after White Sox controversy. He's already married? Yeah. Adam LaRoche is probably like a weird guy. I think he's like a super religious guy. He looks like that type. Probably, yeah. Goes to, goes to church, big church guy. Drake LaRoche is, does not look like a ball player. Nah. He looks like um Oh LaRoche like... is a devout devout Christian. Fucking <laughs> nailed it. Fucking can nail these guys from a mile away. Good and evil. I mean the good and evil quote, you knew that guy was. They had to figure LaRoche was. Yeah, Drake he is, Whoa, he is the son of former major leaguer Dave LaRoche. Oh. And older brother, older brother of Andy LaRoche. So there there is some uh there is some DNA in there. They they grew up around the game, so he should have known. He should have known how to handle that. He handled yeah, he handled it poorly. All right. La Roche helped the Washington Nationals promote Faith Day at Nationals Park. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Faith Day is okay. Yeah, yeah. Nobody complained. <laughs> no, no protest for that. No, there's no, there's no. Anti-faith protests. Yeah. How dare you have faith? You gotta have faith. That's what Limp Biscuit said. Right. Stole it from George Michael, but <laughs> it's another story. <laughs> All right. We'll save that for next time then. Because we can wrap this one up at. Yep. Thank you everybody for listening. Spending the time with us here at Sunday Portal. We'll be back here on Monday. And what do you got? Thanks for listening, everybody. Enjoy your weekend, enjoy the Preakness, and we will talk to you on Monday. Peace.